Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're at the conclusion of Job chapter 7, looking at verses 17 through 21 in the New Living Translation. It reads, What are people that you should make so much of us, that you should think of us so often? For you examine us every morning, and you test us every moment. Why don't you leave me alone, at least long enough for me to swallow? If I have sinned, what have I done to you, O watcher of all humanity? Why make me your target? Am I a burden to you? Why not just forgive my sin and take away my guilt? For soon I will lie down in the dust and die. When you look for me, I'll be gone. Again, this is Job chapter 7, verses 17 through 21 in the New Living Translation, which titles this, Job Cries Out to God. We'll be back. I'll be back <laughs> with insights from the commentary, and we will close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scotts. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. We are again concluding Job 7, verses 17 through 21 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Job appeals to God. He's asking him, have I sinned? What what is a human being, which uh, Job starts out with, what are people? What are humans, God? And he's echoing King David in Psalm uh, 8 and 4 where the psalmist marvels that God in his majesty and glory would be concerned with humanity. Job laments God's concern for humanity since his concern is crushing him. Job believes himself to be innocent. And of course, we know the backstory. So we know that Job is innocent. And he demands to know what sin he is guilty of that merits such devastating punishment. Job is not complaining that he's perfect and he's not making light of sin. He's he's protesting that his punishment is disproportionate to any wrong that he may have done. Because remember, Job did everything that he felt was right. He did his sacrifices. He prayed for his children. He probably gave his tithes. He probably, and it says he gave to the poor. So he did everything. So in his mind, he can see nothing that would cause him to suffer this kind of punishment, this kind of wrath from God. And Eliphaz and most of us think of the con- uh, think of the concept of divine retribution. We think God gives people what they deserve, but remember, we know the backstory, and we know that Job truly doesn't deserve this because even God said, "Look at my servant Job." He's a godly and upright man. Um, 
let's see, in Job's mind and to his defense, he has done nothing bad enough to deserve what he is experiencing. And again, because we know the backstory, we know this to be true. Job felt that God was targeting him unfairly. When the mercy of God pardons the transgressions that uh, are committed by us, by the grace of God, that takes away the iniquity that reigns in us. Let me read that again. And this is by Matthew Henry. When the mercy of God pardons the transgression that is committed by us, the grace of God takes away the iniquity that reigns in us. So we thank God for his mercy and we thank him for his grace. Wherever God removes the guilt of sin, he breaks the power of sin. And again, this is by Matthew Henry. So Job is saying, God, I have done no wrong, but I'm asking you, God, to please remove whatever, whatever the, the thing is, whatever it is, show it to me, God, so that I can, you know, do what I need to for, pen, for penance, to remove this burden for me. Again, he's not admitting that he's guilty. And he assumes that he's, that he's on trial and that God already has presumed him guilty. So he's asking God to stop punishing him. He will continue, of course, throughout the book of Job to ask for a fair hearing before God. And he seems to assume that his death will soon be granted since God hasn't forgiven him. He says, thou shalt seek me in the morning to show me favor, but I shall not be here. It'll be too late then. If my sins are, are not pardoned while I live, I'm lost and undone forever so that's job's sentiment and that's how he ends it and i was thinking as i was reading this and it occur occurs two times uh he says when you look for me i'll be gone and i said oh my god that's a song that's part of a song you'll look for me and i'll be gone and that's what job is saying you'll look for me and it was also in job chapter 7 in verse 6 it says, you see me now, but not for long. You will look for me, but I'll be gone. And that's how he ends it. He's telling God, you know, you're going to, if you forgive me, it might be too late because I'll already be dead. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you. Um, as we think about, even as we, you know, know that death comes to all men, that God, that we don't, um, be so angry as we die. I think that was in one of the uh, earlier uh, insights from Matthew Henry that we should die with a curse on our tongue. We should die with a praise on our tongue, and we should ask God to pardon our sins and our and to take our iniquities away. God, we thank you for life. We thank you. And that even though everyone can't say that they all are in good health, we do have health. We can thank you that we're above the ground and the ground's not on us. So again, like Matthew Henry said, we're uh, on top of the ground and we're not in hell. So we thank you for that and we praise you for that. God bless those who need you in a special way. Thank you that my, my son and his wife and my seven grandkids are headed back to Iowa and the first leg of their trip was made safely. We pray for angel protections, and my daughter-in-law said the angels had to protect them because there was uh, someone driving very dangerous next to them. 
And so they know that their angels were protecting them. So God, we thank you that your angels do protect us. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Bless those who need you in a special way. You know what the needs are, and they are many. Those who are mourning, those who are sick. The, uh, we have a friend whose husband was rushed to the hospital. They need you. They need you in a special way. We have another friend who's lost, who lost his father and his sister, days apart. God, they need you. Comfort hearts, God. So much is going on. We need you. We trust you. We love you. We bless you. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.